Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're starting Acts chapter 4 today, so grab your Bibles and follow along. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, they put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of men who believed now totaled about 5,000. The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of the religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Just a tremendous promise there at the end of verse 12 as we uh, take a look at the passage today. The first part of this passage is pretty straightforward. We have uh, the response of the religious leaders as they hear and see that Peter and John are preaching and talking about the miraculous healing that has taken place with this uh, beggar outside the temple. And uh, because the religious leaders don't care about the message, they don't care about the fact that they are uh, preaching uh, in the name of Jesus, they, don't, uh, they didn't like Jesus to begin with. They really don't like that these people are preaching in his name, and they really don't like the message that they're saying, so they arrest them. And because of uh, the law and the, the tradition of the Jews, they don't have uh, the trial that night uh, because it was illegal. Uh, kind of shedding a little bit more light of how things were done and uh, sheds a little bit of insight as to the trial of Jesus, how odd and, and peculiar it was that his trial takes place in the dead of night. But uh, they're thrown in prison for the night, Peter and John are. And the next morning, as the uh, sun comes up and the religious leaders uh, assemble to hear the case, they're brought before, and we have this list of people, Caiaphas, Annas, John, and Alexander, and all of these other people that have come and have gathered together to ask not how this miracle takes place, but whose authority this miracle takes place under. They're not concerned about... Uh, whether or not this man was healed, but by whose authority, which is kind of odd. You know, you would wonder, how in the world did this happen? Not by whose authority. And they want to know that if if this miracle is taking place. But regardless of uh, them not liking the message, the word is still doing its work. And if you haven't picked up on it, this is Peter's third sermon that Luke records, okay? So uh, fortunately for us, it's it's kind of brief and he gets right to the point. You know, he's not pulling punches against these religious leaders if you picked up on it. Uh, as they're arrested and as they're on trial, you think he would try and be a little more soft of foot, but no, he's classic Peter, puts his foot right in it and goes right for the throat. 
he is not, like I said, he's not pulling punches. He goes right for the accusation. He says, oh, you wonder who, by whose authority? Well, don't question that because it's in the authority of Jesus that we're doing all of this. You know, Jesus, the guy who you crucified. Oh, by the way, God raised him from the dead. He is the one by whose authority that we're doing these. And to think that they're on trial, okay? They could uh, be in some serious trouble. And you think you'd be a little more careful about how you address it and you want to make sure that you state your case well, but uh, no, Peter goes right into it. And it's a reminder for me that as we take a look at the words of Jesus from Luke 12, verses 11 and 12, that Jesus instructs his disciples that when, he, when they're on trial, the Holy Spirit will give them the message that they are to preach. And Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit, and as the word does its work in the hearts of people, now the number of believers is closer to 5,000. And it's amazing. And as you take a look at the trial as it's going on, Peter says it's in the name and the authority of Jesus that we have done this miracle. If you're wondering about how he was healed, you, you, you sure you don't want to know it? Because... This is the man's authority, by Jesus' authority, the one whom you crucified. And matter of fact, he's the Messiah. He's the one that was prophesied with the stone that you builders rejected that has now become the cornerstone. That is that Jesus. And he points out the exclusivity of, of the, the gospel message, that there is no other name under heaven. By no other source are people able to be saved. There's nothing outside of Jesus. You'll notice here that as Peter shares this brief little defense in the trial, his message doesn't end out. Uh, his message doesn't end with people uh, pointing out the sin of those who had gathered there. He doesn't just end with "You were the one who crucified Jesus." He ends with pointing them to Jesus. He ends with "Salvation is found in no one else." And I think that's a really good reminder for us today that as we consider what our message is, as we share our faith, the question we want to wrestle with today is what point of the gospel message do we emphasize the most? Is it sin or is it the fact that forgiveness for our sin can be found in the person of Jesus? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.